Sweet Tea Podcast. Here's your host, Andy Burrows. Welcome, everybody, to the DC Tweet Team Podcast. This is episode number 67, but this is a very special episode of the DC Tweet Team Podcast. This is the fan pod. I have been contacted by a number of fans over the, the weeks and months of doing this podcast saying, Andy, we want to come on the show. We want to have a voice. Well, here we are. We are on the first ever DC Tweet Team Fan Pod. We have five fans, one hour of football talk. Let's go. Our first two guests are Jim Agnew. Jim, welcome, sir. Well, today. Uh, morning, Andy. I'm calling in from just outside Geneva in Switzerland. Uh, been living here for about 20 years, a long-suffering uh, Redskins fan, now Washington football team fan since the early 80s. Wow, that is amazing. The DC Tweet Team is, uh, podcast is getting everywhere. And we also have a good buddy of mine, a good contributor to the podcast. I love interacting with him on uh, Facebook and stuff like that in the UK groups. Ben Nuttall. Ben, good morning to you, sir. Where are you coming to us from today? Morning, Andy. Uh, I'm up in uh, Manchester. So I've uh, been a Redskins fan now, well, Washington football team fan for the oh, best part of a decade. You know, I think I've had two winning seasons in that time, so... Um, yeah, it's been it's been tough but enjoyable. So, uh, yeah. Ben, I can't wait for the Americans to try and understand your accent. You think they have fun with mine? Yours is going to be a belt. <laughs> yeah, Northern farmer, unfortunately. Jim, let's start with you, my friend. Uh, we are going to give you the voice you wanted. To, I believe you would like to talk to me about culture and links to Dwayne Haskins, Ron Rivera, and Dan Snyder. Jim, the floor is yours. Uh, where to start, Andy? I mean, what I've seen over the years is we have had a winning culture. When I started following the team, though the first game that I ever saw was the losing Super Bowl to the Raiders. But we used to have a winning culture, and now it's just become a complete losing culture. And I put it all at the doorstep on the feet of Dan Snyder. Uh, since he's taken over the team, it's just become a disaster. Um, but, and I, I refer back to you and Maurice's comments from a couple of weeks ago where uh, I think it was Maurice described the fan base has been traumatized. And I am firmly in one of those fans that has been traumatized. I, it really struck a chord with me to say, we are just waiting for the next thing to go wrong. Anytime that we've seen any glimmer of success or hope, it's just been taken away from us. And again, Snyder is at the heart of it. And you look at it and you see that even, uh, even with the new president uh, who was put in, culture starts with coach. Uh, there was a posting on Facebook, which I saw, and I actually took the time to write back to him to say, no, Culture starts with the owner. And clearly we've seen in this organization that this man has no culture uh, whatsoever in it. And he's passing it on to the coach uh, where we can do it. But the one thing which does give me hope, and I'm going, my New Year's resolution is to not be a traumatized fan in uh, 2021, is what Riverboat Ron did this week and cutting 
Dwayne Haskins, another pet project of the owner. He has taken firm control of this franchise. He has said, I'm running this show. And you are going to listen. And I hope and I pray that Dan Snyder does one of two things in 2021. Either sells the team or is forced to sell the team. I, either, uh, either way, I'll take it. Or he becomes like Jack Ken Cook back in the 80s and the early 90s where he sat there, he signed the checks, he listened to the people who know and talk, who know football and just did what they said. And I think Ron did a major step this week in enforcing his will and his stamp on this new team uh, of ours and giving us hope that actually we are going to get control by, or football people will get control back of the team. Because at the end of the day, I know for a fact that a lot of the conversations you're going to have is which quarterback should we have? Should it have been Haskins? Should it be Alex Smith? Should we get somebody new? And should we draft somebody? Or it doesn't matter. You can have Jesus Christ behind center. <laughs> and, and he was good for a few miracles, Andy. But even he wouldn't be able to do anything because if the offensive line can't keep you upright. So I know that we need a left tackle and we need a couple of offensive linemen. But I can't tell you who to, who to draft or who to sign. But there are people who've dedicated their lives to analyzing talent and scouting people who can do it. But Dan Snyder is saying, oh, we need a quarterback. Go and get Wayne Haskins. Oh, go and get this guy. Go and get that. He doesn't know anything about it. So please listen to the football people and we have a chance now. Even at, even at six and nine, I'm going, to have a, I'm going to say this. We're starting to get a winning culture. This year, we found ways to win games which traditionally we would have found a way to lose. And even we've still, we're, we're still learning. I'll talk about the extra point against the Giants still wrangles with me. And if we were sitting here today, having kicked the extra point and won it in overtime, like I expected us to do, we'd, be, we'd have already won the division. We wouldn't be going to week 17. But anyhow, my, I'll summarize that by saying it all comes down to culture. Ron is here. He's created, a, starting to develop a winning culture. He's starting to develop accountability for, for players. And he's going to take no BS from guys. And I firmly believe that he would have cut Haskins after the strip club uh, moment, only he just wasn't sure of, the, of Heineke, of what he was going to do. Now he knows, he's seen it, that's it, you're gone. And that tells everybody you're not, I'm not going to tolerate fools. So that's sure. We need to start creating that, that, that culture. At the end of the day, look at the successful teams. Can you name the owner of the New England Patriots, the Kansas City Chiefs, these guys? Because they're just in the background. That's it. Sign the checks. Leave, leave the football to the football people. Oh, I feel better for that. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you got that off your, te- uh, your chest, Jim. Um, ben, I'll come to you, my friend, before I give my, uh, my uh, 
two cents worth. What do you make of Jim's comments? What do you think of the way the culture's going? It is changing, isn't it? You know, we've got Ron Rivera, we've got Jason Wright, we've got Julie Donaldson. So we are trending in the right direction. But are you kind of the same ilk, Ben? Obviously, you've been a fan for a long, long time now. Uh, obviously, we've got all this stuff that's coming out recently with Dan Snyder that's probably going to rear its ugly head once the season's done. What's your views on what Jim just said, Ben, before we get onto your points? Oh, he's absolutely spot um, I was a bit worried when uh, when we let Gruden go that his replacement would be just another kind of Dan Snyder patsy, you know, kind of does what the owner says type thing. But I don't think I don't think Ron would have took the job if he had to stand for anything close to that. Um, yeah, I think Dan Snyder seems to want to style himself as a bit of a Al Davis type, you know, know all of football, know all of checkbook type thing. But he just doesn't, you know, he's been. He's chronically mismanaged this franchise for well, for as long as I've been a fan and for a long time before that as well. Uh, yes, I think Riverboat Ron was the first kind of step, I suppose, towards changing that culture. He'll he'll come in, he won't take any, you know, messing off anyone. Uh, you can already see that from the way he's dealt with certain players. Um, the Haskins thing, I don't think anyone's come out of this looking good. Um, I think he had the talent, but he didn't help himself. Uh, but yeah, like I say, I think this is the first season where I think Jim said, you know, rather than expecting things to go wrong, I'm kind of quietly optimistic that you know, we'll get to a game where we'll one score up on the Steelers with two minutes left and I'm not waiting for us to throw it away, which I think for the previous eight years, nine years I've been supporting the team, uh, I certainly would have been expecting to do. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, Jim, do you think now... Well, good points, Ben. Very well made, my friend. Uh, Jim, do you think now, like, with Ron Rivera and, like I said, Jason Wright, more importantly, do you think Dan Snyder will be forced to take more of a backseat? Obviously, we don't know what's going to go on in the uh, when the season finishes. Dan Snyder's obviously... We can get into that in another podcast, all these legal things that are going to rear their ugly head and payments being made to people and et cetera, et cetera. Do you think now with people like Jason Wright, because I firmly believe with someone like Jason Wright at the helm and Ron Rivera on the football side, we've got um, two people who know what they're doing, understand the Jason Wright understands the game, which helps. He's played the game. See, Ron Rivera is a great coach, played the game. Um, so we've got the people trending in the right direction. Do you think that they're more likely to stand up to Dan Snyder if that makes sense because maybe people like Jay Gruden in the past and you know we've had Bruce Allen which I uh, funny enough this time last year today he got fired so a happy firing Bruce Allen day um, do you think that Jason Wright Ron Rivera are, you know they're, they're not going to take any of Dan Snyder's BS they're going to they're going to speak their mind and they're going to say look if you want to move on an organisation and a culture then you need to listen to people like us. You need to, like Jim, like you said, they, you need to sit back, just write the checks and let us run the football team. Do you, Can you see uh, that happening in the foreseeable future? Short answer, no. I think Dan Snyder is just the type of guy who is a billionaire and this is my baby and I want to do it. So I think the next year will tell a lot, but the simplest thing comes from it is Jason Wright's job is on the business side of it, and his job will be made very, very easy if the football side of it is successful, because you'll put bums on seats in the stadium, you'll sell merchandise, you'll do all the different things, your hospitality package, all the commercial side of it comes if you have a winning team. 
if you don't have a winning team, that becomes a hell of a lot harder. So all the effort has to be put into making the football side of it successful. And I think that Ron will not tolerate any any nonsense. He's probably told him that I've come here, I'm going to turn around this program, I'm going to do it, and you just leave me, leave me to get on with it. The one thing which is still missing is a guy with the title of general manager, and that needs to be addressed. And I think for as long as we don't have somebody with the title of general manager, and we've seen what happened down in, down in Houston when you have the coach as the general manager as well, that doesn't turn out too, too, too successfully. Yes, they have to be on the same page, uh, not quite in the same way as Matt Patricia and uh, uh, Bob Quinn in Detroit are, where our best mates, but they need to be on the same page where they're drafting the same guy, the guys who don't want. But you've got to make the football side of it successful. And Ron has proven at Carolina he can get you to the Super Bowl. We, he's a defensive man, inherited a defense that's unbelievable uh, up front. I still think that we've got weaknesses in the, in, in the defense. We need to address the offensive side of the ball. The most important side of it, as I pointed out in my opening, is the offensive line and the left tackle. We need to address that. That, that would be the biggest piece of the jigsaw uh, for us. Make the football side of it successful. Yeah, well, Jim, I'm glad we uh, we gave you the platform to uh, to you make you've raised some great points, and like I say, no doubt the Dan Snyder stuff will give us podcasters something to talk about in the close season. But uh, Ben, moving on to you, my friend, the floor is yours. I do believe you want to talk to me about the good, the bad, and the ugly of season 2020, my friend. Over to you. Yeah, um, I think. It's been a surprisingly good season. I think if you offered all of us at the start of the year that we'd have a win and you're in type situation at week 17, we'd have all whipped your arm off. I think we all thought we were going to be in the Trevor Lawrence stakes rather than um, <laughs> challenging for the playoffs. But um, yeah, like I say, it's the whole kind of culture change that we've been talking about. You know, Ron seems to have installed that winning mentality and it's rubbed off across the team. Um, Terry McLaurin's become a legitimate number one receiver. Um, I think he's, you know, he's not out of place to put him in the same sort of conversation as the Calvin Ridleys, Adam Thielens of this league. Um, Antonio Gibson's come in, done unbelievably well. You know, I think there's a lot of kind of um, unsurety about him. He kind of, he'd had about 40 offensive snaps, I think, in his entire college career. Yeah. But um, he's, you know, he can do it between the tackles, he can do it towards the sideline as well. So, I think he's kind of an every down back now. JD McKissick's come out of nowhere to be our kind of pass down back, change of pace back, whatever you want to call him. Um, you know, Logan Thomas is, I think everyone was saying, you know, we don't have a startable tight end. Well, Logan Thomas probably should have made the Pro Bowl this year. Oh, 100%. Uh, he's my guy. Yeah, you know, TJ Hawkinson and Evan Ingram, I think they both had a few more touchdowns than him, and, but the yardage was about the same. You think, well, you know, in terms of what. Logan Thomas was brought to the team. You know, he's, he's that every down guy. You know, he's, he's always open, apparently. Um, <laughs> he's got a good safe hand. You know, he's, he's got like Eric Ebron at the Steelers. I've, I think I've watched three Steelers games this year. I've seen him put 10 catches down. Yeah. Whereas I think Logan Thomas has dropped one, I think, that I even remember, having watched 16 Redskins games this year. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, the main good point of the year is uh, that defensive line. Chase yep. Young, Montez Sweat come on so much. Like, you know, I think Chase Young is the face of this franchise for the next 10, 15 years. I certainly hope so, anyway. But, you know, there's always the chance that Washington do Washington things and <laughs> he ends up somewhere else, but let's hope not. Um, do you yeah, think we need to get? To, do you think we need to get to that point now, Ben, where like we 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 get to the like Jim said earlier, that comes back to culture where we're 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 not Washington doing Washington things. Do you think that slowly Ron Rivera is uh, is turning that around, and we're we're not of that mentality? I'm not of that mentality anymore. Look at Sunday's game. If you had said to me maybe a couple of seasons ago, I'd have been thinking Washington go and do Washington things. But I'm quite hopeful this weekend. Uh, do you think that we're slowly getting to uh, to turn that round, like you mentioned there, Washington don't do Washington sort of thing? Yeah, definitely. Like, I mean, this is the first year of it. So, you know, we were a 3-13 and team last year. We were a bad football team. Mm-hmm. Um, bad football teams don't become good football teams overnight. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's a process. It's just a process. And if, if you're looking for a guy to rebuild the franchise, you have to come in, change the whole culture of the place. Ron Rivera is your guy, I think. I think we don't think we could have got a better head coach from the options that were available. Uh, yeah, I think this is the first year where I've expected us to actually hold on to a win in the fourth quarter or come back from behind in the fourth quarter even. Um, yeah, so I think hopefully it's not Washington doing Washington things anymore and it's you know, Washington actually winning things. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. I mean, Ben, where do you want to see the team go from here after this season? Obviously, we've got one uh, one game left, uh, official game. I'm hoping, obviously, we've got more. Uh, obviously, you say you've been supporting the team for about eight to nine years. So, you know, you've, you have, you're a bit like me, a bit like a lot of people that have been on the uh, on the show. We haven't seen too many good times. What are you hoping to see from this team, this organisation, the franchise? What are you hoping to see in 2021? Uh, well, I think it comes from drafting well, which, you know, hopefully we have a, a draft similar to last year. I think we got four starters out of the draft off the top of my head. Um, so another draft like that, I think defensive line certainly needs some work. Back end of the defence needs some work. And we need a quarterback. But, you know, it's kind of it's baby steps, I suppose. If if next year we eight and eight, nine and seven, you know, beating the kind of teams we've been losing to, we're not getting swept by the Giants again. Um, yeah, I just, I, I just want to see progress. I'm not expecting this to be suddenly... You know, thirteen and three in the NFC Championship game type thing, mm-hmm. but you know, being in the playoffs with a game to spare, something like that. I, you know, just progress. That's all I'm after. I don't, I don't need it instantly. I think it's a, a five-year plan almost. Um, keep, keep grinding. I suppose. Um, was it? They had. Is it Carolina where they had the keep pounding thing? Yeah, under Ron Rivera. Yeah, so that it's that kind of mentality. I think just. Keep pounding, keep moving forward, keep progressing the team, keep adding the right kind of players. Mm-hmm. And I think it'll happen. I think Ron Rivera is the guy to do that. Jim, what do you think to what Ben had to say? Um, I agree with a lot of the points uh, that he's saying. Uh, one, one thing that I would add on for it uh, as part of the good, the bad and the ugly, and if we could do it this week, it, it would be great. Uh, and if anybody from the organisation is listening, any chance that you could score on your opening drive in a game? That would be a huge help towards getting the win to get us into the playoffs. 
Because as everybody knows, the statistics show in the NFL, the team that scores first, the majority, I think it's something like 58% of the time, wins. So this year, we've overcome the statistics so many times. If we could start a game in the first half, that would be ideal. That's what I'd like to see. And to, to, to channel my inner Ron, Ron Rivera, uh, what would I like to see for 2021? Improvement. This has been said. This has been said. Improvement. Improvement. That's what we need. That's what we need. But I would also yes. say, what I would yes. also say, as a longer as a man, man, I can't wait another five years for success. I need it now. I've been waiting I need it now. five years for it. So, for it. so, so can turn it, look at Miami. Turn it, look at Miami. They've turned it around. It. They've turned it around. Why can't we? Why can't we? Yeah, most yeah, definitely, definitely, most definitely. Uh, uh, let's hope that we turn it around and 2021 is better. But, um, gentlemen, thank you so much for coming on the DC Tweet Team Fan Pod. Let's hope we get that W on Sunday. Let's hope we make it to the playoffs and uh, let's hope we Washington don't do Washington. But thank you for your time this morning, gentlemen. It's been uh, brilliant to hear from you. Thanks, Andy. Thanks, Andy. Always Andy, Thanks, guys. Take care. Take care. Welcome back to the DC Tweet Team Fan Pod. This is part two. I am still your host, Andy Burrows. I am now joined by three good friends of mine, three Washington football team fans. We have Mr. Scott Hartley. Scott, how are you, sir? Where are you calling in from today? Yeah, I'm good. Great, thanks. Thanks for having me on, Andy. Uh, Calling from Barrow in Cumbria. It's a very cloudy and cold day by the looks of it. (laughs) It is bloody freezing here uh we have um ian blows good friend of mine ian where are you reaching to us from today sir? morning mate i'm down on the south coast between fair um fairham it's between portsmouth and southampton ah uh, well done mate we're not so completely surrounded by northerners then <laughs> we also have uh, andy you're finally back on the show you're on the podcast my friend you can stop badgering finally, me on finally. <laughs> uh, andy where are you coming uh, to us from yeah, today, i'm coming sir? from a place called northwich in cheshire Outside skirts of Liverpool, should we call it? Ah, good old Liverpool. I had my uh, I had my stag do there. We uh, we won't go into that <laughs> on the podcast. That could be. We won't talk about that. But Andy, I'm going to start with okay, you, my man. friend. This is this is the fan pod. This is your forum to talk anything Washington football. Andy, my friend, the floor is yours. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, oh, we're talking more along the lines of the uh, of what's happened more recently, obviously with Dwayne. Um, you know, I was one of the I was one of his big fans when he first came onto the scene. You know, uh, I've even got a signed jersey of his on the wall. Uh, oh. For too long, put it that way. Uh, <laughs> um, but basically, yeah, you know, I was all in on him originally. Uh, obviously, but since then, you know, he's, he's just let himself down big time, hasn't he? Really, you know, when you think about it, you know, he's just unprofessional is the word. You know, mm-hmm. more than anything else. Um, you know, and it really frustrates me, and, and it's actually a shame now to see him go. Really, um, not really, not. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, but in general, I mean, you know, uh, we need a quarterback really that can handle negative criticism. We need a guy who's got really thick skin, and and Dwayne's unfortunately not. He's very into his uh, social media, isn't he, and all the rest of it. And I think that the last performance we had from him was was probably one of the worst I've ever seen from a quarterback. To be fair. Um, and I think I think the media got on his head and all the bad negative press about him. 
Yeah, I mean, I I, I stated and um, obviously I'm going to go too deep into the Dwayne Haskins thing. I mean, we, a lot of people have done that, and I I actually come out on Twitter and apologise. I mean, I bashed the guy um, as a foot as a footballer and as a human, so that was wrong on my part. You know, I mean, he's a young guy. But I, I agree with you on the on the football side of it. I think he was. I said this a few times since he's been cut. I think he wanted to be famous first and a quarterback second. Mm. You've only got to look back to like the summer with all the Instagram posts, and you know he's working out with Antonio Brown, and he was taking selfies with fans before the game was done. I think he wanted the fame and fortune without the hard graft. He wanted to skip all the hard graft and go straight to the uh, to the award ceremonies, to the to the parties, to the flashy cars. He didn't realise you don't get there by, you know, Tom Brady didn't get where he was by, you know, sitting on Instagram. And, you know, he hasn't played in the league for this long for being on Instagram and Twitter. Drew Brees, all of these guys that haven't got where they are by being famous on Instagram and working out with Antonio Brown. Alex Smith. He turns up at a stadium uh, at the practice facility. 5 a.m. I've heard in the morning. He's there till 4 or 5 o'clock in the evening. You know what I mean? That's how you get to become an elite quarterback in the uh, in the NFL. Not by Instagram, not by Twitter and things like that. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, as a human being, I, I, I yeah, I wish him... I wish him well, and I, I, you know, I did bash the guy, and that was wrong on my part. But as a footballer, I think he—if you can't learn from Alex Smith, that's the only thing that worries me. He had the chance to, after he was dropped in week four, was it? He, he, he had, he had a chance to learn from Alex Smith, and he blew it. So hopefully, this is the wake-up call. Apparently, I know he didn't get taken off the uh, off the waivers uh, yesterday, so he's a free agent now. There are teams apparently interested, so hopefully, he can land somewhere. Um, mm-hmm. Andy and you know yeah let, let's see what it does but Andy have you got anything else that you would like to get off your chat <laughs> um, well I mean obviously think about more recent news again you know with Thomas Davis yes, he was announcing his retirement at the end of the season you know what what a great player he's been over his career um, such a shame that obviously we didn't get the best parts of him um, you know we got him at the end of his career unfortunately but you know this guy's had his, had his um, ACL torn three times in the same knee and he still come back and played what fifteen year career, you know, yeah. excellent, excellent linebacker. Um, just a shame that I say we got him more for the culture change, didn't we? Really, being honest with the, uh, you know, with Ron for his first season, and obviously the culture change of what because obviously Thomas Davis was with him for about thirteen years, I think it was. Um, but yeah, I mean, what an excellent uh, player throughout his career, really. Yeah. Yeah, just a shame injury, like you say, injury caught up with him at the end. But yeah, he was he's a, he's a very, very good player. And, you know, I hope the game keeps players like that. I hope, you know, an organisation like us looks at him and what a person to have around. And, you know, if we are bringing these youngsters in, like, in the next coming seasons, what a person to have around. And I always say that, like, with, with our soccer slash football over here. <laughs> I mean, I haven't played soccer uh, properly for 10, 15 years, but I've tried to stay in the game. And I see people now, even when I do coaching now, I see youngsters. And, you know, it might sound silly, but even the little bits of advice that you can give them, maybe like people like Dwayne Haskins probably could have done with that. Yeah. And, you know, maybe or maybe Alex Smith did do something like that with him. But, yeah, I hope he um, I hope he stays in the game. He's, you know, he's, he's probably bowing out at the right time. And, then, yeah. you know, hopefully he bows out, you know, lifting the, lifting the Super Bowl. That'd be probably nice. Probably very nice. <laughs> no, 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 I haven't been drinking this. Um, uh, yeah, exactly. Um, Ian, let's Ian, let's come on to you, my friend. Um, I do believe you want to talk to me about Chase Young, Dan Snyder, the future, and a little bit of quarterback chat as well, my friend. Fan pod, the floor is yours. Is Ian dumb? <laughs> Looks it. 
Ian, Ian, you've 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 killed me. Ian, maybe I think Ian's got to go and put his hamster back on his wheel and get his uh, get his, uh, get his Scott. Uh, Scott, are you still I'm here? I'm still here, Andy. Yeah, Scotty, my friend. Let's go to you. Hopefully, we'll get Ian back. Um, Scotty, I do believe you want to talk to me about uh, next season, the direction of the the the, the team is going. Unlike Ian, the floor is yours, sir. Right, well, I was looking back on Sunday and obviously we're all a bit disappointed, uh, to say the least, that we couldn't get it done um, at the weekend. But I've got to be positive and try and put a positive spin on things. And I sat back and thought to myself, this is Ron's first year. We all believed it would be a learning year and we weren't necessarily looking to get into the playoffs. But I think now it's here, the fans have taken over and the fandom said, do you know what? We've got to do the best we can. We've got to win quite a poor division or try and get ourselves into the playoffs, um, which we still can do because it's winning you in against Philly on uh, on Sunday. By the way, I'm really not happy with that time, but uh, it is what it is um, for us UK fans. A one, a one oh, what? 20, is it 20 past, 20 past one in the morning? Start, but it will, will all still be there. I think I might have to do this one in the car because uh, it will stop the shouting in the house probably. Um, what happens <laughs> to that? But I'm positive for the future. I mean, we look and, you know, I watch things on on social media like Baldy's breakdowns, Brian Baldinger's breakdowns, and he keeps continuing talking about players like Cam Curl. I mean, what a find he's been in the seventh round. You know, he's playing he's playing as good as Jeremy Chin, and Jeremy Chin's up for Defensive Rookie of the Year. So, you know, you have to you have to look at what we have in the future and think to yourself, we, this is a good team going forward, especially on the defence. As uh, Andy said, we have to find that quarterback. And where do you find that quarterback? Now, I posed a question to the Burgundy Zone guys for their pod. And probably best, I think, if I get your answers on it as well, really, is if you were the, if just as a fan, what five things do you want to see next year, Andy, in the, in the close season? What would you want to see? <coughs> for, for, for me, I'll, I'll start with one. We need to sort out the GM situation. Um, that's, that's big for me. I mean, I know I've got a feeling we're going to get someone from outside from what I'm hearing. It's being touted out that we're going to, that we're going to get someone, someone new in. I think that is a big, big deal for the, for the organizations. You know, you've got drafts coming up and, and things like that. I think that's a big deal. Um, I just want to keep us seeing us move in the right direction. I think we are. I think we've got. Just do not whatever we do. Do not screw this up with Ron Rivera. Do not piss this yeah. man off where he wants to leave. You know what I mean? We've got the right man in the right job at last. You look at all the coaches we've had. Look back to last season with Jay Gruden. Look at all the coaches we've had since. All all of us guys here have been fans. You know, I've said many times I've been a fan since two thousand. You know, the coaches haven't been brilliant. We had Gibbs two point I just want us to listen to Ron Rivera. I want us to listen to Jason Wright, Julie Donaldson. All these people listen to them. Like um, Jim and Ben said on the opening of the of the fan pod. Dan Snyder needs to take a back seat if he is going to be around. We don't know what's going to happen with him, so I'm not going to comment too much on that. Um, I, I just think we need to, like, we just trust in Ron. It sounds a bit cliche, but we do need to believe in this man. Give him the tools to work with. Uh, give him give him the players that, you know, if we can go and get certain players, go and get them. But um, we're heading in the right direction now. Like uh, the boys said at the start of the, uh, of, the, of, the, of the fan pod, let's hope Washington go, don't go or Washington us. I'm optimistic. But um, Andy, what, do you, what are you thinking, Mum? Yeah, well, I'm thinking, well, obviously you mentioned about kind of the GM situation. I think that's ultra important. I mean, I, I love um, uh, the guy who got, who's, who's at the moment, is Smith, is it? Who's our... Uh, 
vice president yeah. of higher personnel or something like that, I think he's called. Well, the thing is, I mean, I've, I've listened to other things and uh, mentioned other podcasts and, and they mentioned that you know, a guy called Marty Herney is going to probably come in. He's the, he's the, he's the GM for the Panthers. Um, and he's going to be stepping down at the end of this year. Um, and I think, you know, Ron's, um, he, this was, the, this was the guy who actually hired Ron in the first place. Um, and then he actually, he actually resigned himself a year in because it wasn't working well. And, and the owner wanted to sack Ron basically. And, uh, and Herney said, no, I'll fall on the sword. So we actually, we still believed in Ron. Um, so we actually resigned. He lost his position. Um, and then obviously Ron actually done well over that, that 12, 13 year period he was there. Um, so what's the right call? He got, he got rehired back, Marty, a few years back. Um, so obviously Ron and him are very, very close. And Ron's never forgotten that kind of, uh, you know, appreciation of it when he first started out in his coaching career. So I think we're going to get Marty in. I really do. Mm-hmm. I really do. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm in. A, I'm in agreement. Uh, Scott, what do you want to see from the uh, from the team going forward? Yeah, uh, 2021. And so I do want to see the GM um, sorted. I don't mind if it's this outside guy, as you say. <clears throat> I think we just need to see someone take the pressure off Ron. He's had to come in and deal with a hell of a lot of stuff. You know, not just the football team, but personally. You know, with cancer, he's had to deal with Darius Geis, he's had to deal with Dwayne Haskins, he's had to deal with sexual misconduct stuff. And all of this thing can be taken off, all this pressure can be taken off his shoulders by a GM who's willing to take that that side um, of life. I like the way we're building with Judy Donaldson and um, and writing, um, you know, first black vice president, which is fantastic. Um, the way that we're going is a, is a positive direction for me um, looking forward. I want to see on the football field, I want to see, obviously, the quarterback situation sorted. Everyone wants to see that. Whether it's you find a guy in the draft and you stick and, and you stick to that guy and you even trade up for that guy. If that's your guy, go and get him. If you think, yep, I can sit behind this person for 10 years, five years, perfect. That's what you want. If it's a vet and it's a bridge quarterback, then that's fine. I think we've ad nauseum done Cam Newton to death um, via social media. Um, but there's talk of Matt Stafford. There's talk of other people coming in and, you know, it just something needs to be permanently sat there. Um, I would sign Chase Roulier and sign Brandon Sheriff immediately. Um, the O-line's actually worked out better than we thought it was going to be this year. It was a real worry for me. Um, and I look at the likes of, you know, even Morgan Moses playing, at, you know, playing the wrong side, playing left tackle for two or three games, you know, doing a very sterling job there as well. I mean, you've got, Kids like Cam Curl come out the seventh round who are playing at a Pro Bowl level. The back end's worked out quite well with Derby. Um, it's, it's it's positive, and we've got to be positive moving forward. That this we just need to sort the offense out. A few wide receivers we need, an either a one A one B to go along with Terry, um, and a and a proper two as well. So I would like to see two premium wide receivers. Whether that's you build one through the draft, or whether that's you get. Um, someone who is proven within the NFL. I don't want to see roster move. Here's a practice squad wide receiver, um, you know, who no one's ever heard of. Um, and then we go from there. For me, I don't think, well, I think we had high hopes on a lot of the wide receivers, the um, Stephen Sims, Cam Sims, Isaiah Wright even had quite a lot of hype coming out of what was training camp. And I don't think any of them have really worked out. Cam Sims, possibly. Still got Kelvin Harmon to come back, so maybe that's you know maybe that's your, your your wide receiver too possibly, and we maybe just need one. But I think honestly, this this team is in win win mode, win now mode going forward next next season. 
Um, and I think it would be it'd be stupid to miss that. <laughs> very true. Yeah, very, uh, very true, my friend. Ian, are you with us? Hello, can you hear me? Ah, Ian, the hamster is running around the wheel again. The internet is fired up. You are back. Ian, why we've got you and why you've still got these animals running around this wheel and your internet is working. The floor is yours, oh, my friend. I was just saying about Snyder. I just can't believe they've got this other allegation. Uh, yeah, what is it? One point six million paid to um to yeah to some. I mean, we had uh, Jim went into it big time on the on the start of the fan right. pod. I mean, I take it you're in the same boat, uh, Ian. I take it you're uh, you're not a Mr. Snyder fan, and you uh, you want him oh, uh, gone from the organisation. I just can't keep. I was reading about it this morning, and it's just like, I just, it's just what is going on. I just I'm at a loss of words. The guy is just. You know, we should be focusing on future success, and he's just such a big distraction. And he just needs to go. We say that, though. I've been saying it. We've all been saying it for how many years? You know what I mean? I don't... He's not going to be pushed out the door. I mean, I, I, I a good buddy of mine, Carl, tweeted out. I think he, I saw it this morning, but I think he tweeted it out last night about Dan Snyder. Look, yeah, we might not, we might not like him, but you know, he's not going to be pushed out by media. He's not going to be, he's not going to be thrown out the door. You're, I think you, you know, you're going to have to have legitimate reasons to get rid of him. We're going to get into this whole Snyder stuff probably throughout the off season. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I, I, I was chatting to to um, Andy before we, we before uh, we recorded today day about the Dan Snyder situation you don't make payments to people if you're not oh, yeah. guilty but it's going to be a big heart I think this could go this could go as high as the commissioner within the oh. NFL my friend I think it, it could get quite messy I mean he's it's going to sound funny but he's kind of lucky at the minute that the football for once is taking the taking the shine away from him we're not usually in this yeah. position in December we're usually done and the boys have usually left the facilities and they're planning their holidays but instead touch wood knock on wood that we're planning a playoff run in so I'm yeah. with you mate I mean I, I've never been a fan of the guy I don't you know I think you know I'd rather Jason Wright and Ron Rivera sit down and talk to prospective buyers and you know get get the whole team together. You've got two out of the three in Jason Wright and Ron, and sorry, maybe Julie Donaldson as well. If you get the owner right, the, the sky's the limit for this organisation, yeah, isn't it? Oh, what's the room in the saviour Bezos to come in and buy it? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, we were talking about that off air. I mean, if he comes in and, and buys it, then, you know, the world is, uh, yeah, the world is your oyster. Um, Ian, have you, uh, Ian, did you have anything else that you I wanted just, to get off your chest on the first ever fan I was just so pod? impressed with uh, Taylor Heineke. I think he's, um, for what he did in those, what, less than one quarter, I think it was, you know, he threw, you know, he could have won us the game, you know, if they hadn't dropped those catches, I was was just really impressed with him, and I, I think he's worth a punt next year. I I I think think he'll be, I agree with, I listened to the, I listened to the Burgundy zone. I don't know if I'll back up quarterbacks on the roster. I don't sure if Kyle Allen... Depends what happens with Alex Smith. I personally, My personal opinion is I think Alex Smith will retire at the end of the season. My personal opinion, he might not. And if he doesn't, fair play to the guy. I mean, I've got nothing but respect. The fact that he's already back and doing what he's doing. I think Alex Smith retires. I think we go and get a veteran quarterback. Who that may be, that you know, that could be... There's there going to be a lot of speculation a lot to that happens. There's speculation about Sam Darnold from things I've been reading. Um, but 
with the way he's played the last two games for the Jets, obviously, you know, they're not getting Lawrence anymore. So I don't think he'll be going. I hear Matt Stafford's name mentioned a lot as well. What's he, 32 yeah, years old now? Prime QB. Go on. I'm sorry, I said that's a prime QB, isn't it, really? 32 years old, you know. It is, yeah. The, the way out... I... I'd love, I'd love that even with a broken ankle. <laughs> I I say that every penny you had. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd break the, I'd break the bank, I'd break Absolutely. the bank to get that Prescott guys. If I'm, if I'm honest, I know he's from the enemy and from the Cowboys, and you know it's a, it's a bit different over in the states. I mean, it's a bit like when Sol Campbell went to Tottenham, but we won't fucking talk about that. But um. You know, it's yeah. I'd I'd go and get Dak if we can. I don't. I I um, I, I heard Keith on the Burgundy Zone last night when I listened. I don't think that is. I don't think it's going to happen. I think I'll bat. I think Carl Allen will stick around as backup. Who will have his QB one? You know, it's it could be. We're just sitting. It's all speculation at the minute. God knows what's going to happen with the. Uh, if you the go QB off, if you situation. go off the, the kind of um, the draft scenario, you know, draft another rookie quarterback. You know, you look. I've looked a little bit of research before this, and looking at like towards ni- from nineteen ninety to now, we've selected fifteen quarterbacks, and five are in the first round. Over that, over that period, yeah. And we need how many right. have actually turned out well? None. We well, can't. You want? <laughs> you want mean? I'd argue. You know, one, 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 one year. Great. Yeah, I would argue. Uh, uh, and he only turned out. He only turned out yeah, well for yeah. RG3 twelve was unbelievable. I actually genuinely thought then. Well, that was my first year supporting the the Washington Redskins as they were now, the football team as they are now. I mean, that was just unbelievable ride. And I just it thought was. to myself, yeah, he's he is absolutely the future. But again, was he mismanaged with his knee? And you know, he's never been the same since. Yeah, it's a, you, you can't call him a bust. That's one you can't. I got so caught up. I bought. Yeah, and then he, no. then he, then he then it. Go on in. Yeah, it's it's it, it's going to be interesting, guys. I mean, you know, we've hopefully we've still got a few more weeks of a uh, football to talk about, gentlemen. We've got a huge, huge yeah. game coming up this Sunday slash. 20 past one Monday morning for us guys over here in the UK. But gents, it's been great to hear your views, opinions. I hope I've given you a little platform to um to come on the show, talk some Washington football. Andy, <laughs> you can stop bugging me now. You've um <laughs> I'm only joking, mate. I love all, I love I love I love interacting with you guys. The fact that we get to sit down and do something like this is uh brilliant. Big thanks to Ben and Jim as well. It was really good to uh, to hear them guys. Guys, let's hope we get a win on Sunday. Let's hope uh I can sit down again with you and talk playoffs and talk championship games and dare I say it, Super Bowl. I hope so. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Gentlemen, thanks very much. It's been it's been an absolute pleasure for the first ever fan pod via the DC Tweet Team. This has been the DC Tweet Team podcast. I have been your host, Andy Burrows. Till next time, everybody, stay safe. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to the DC Tweet Team podcast. Make sure you go like and subscribe. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcast fix. Till next time, everybody. Thanks for tuning in.